Yes, we are back at it at the real life, and this week's guest, yes, I've got him. It's Jack Turner. Jack, how you doing? I'm good, mate. Yourself? I'm good, mate. How's Excellent. life? Aye, good, good man. Enjoying it. Enjoying, enjoying back boxing. So I can't complain. You're looking well, mate. You're deep into camp. How's training camp been going? Training camp's going well. Um, can't really complain. I probably say it's the best camp that I've had. Uh, we kind of nutrition and all that kind of stuff, and, and training hard. That was usually my downfall. Was kind of not eating too good. So. I'm kind of focusing myself and, and really putting myself forward and, and making sure I'm 100% now. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a difficult sport, like you know, so I need to keep myself dedicated. Your campaign that's super banned weight now, are you comfortable with that weight, Jack? Is that the weight you feel going forward? You'll get the big challenges in the, that weight category? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, as a super bantam, I'm, I'm a force to be reckoned with. I don't think, me personally, I think any super bantam mate out there, I, I think I'm more than capable, but obviously that's time. Like we said and before we started this time is everything in boxing. So I just need to trust my team and like saying Wilson and my coach and we just do I do what they say and I go and get the job done. You're back out on the fourth of February at the Romandy Hotel. How excited are you, Jack, to get back in there and do what you do best? Oh, ecstatic. I think the most the buzzing the most I'm buzzing about is how quick Ian's got me back out. I'm not I've never really been used to that. It's normally kinda of been waiting about or whatever, so he's pushing again and again. So I'm I'm loving that, do you know what I mean? So I get back in there so quick, I'm, I'm ecstatic. What kind of performance can we expect for you, Jack, come the 4th of February? Uh, a clinical one. Um, we've been working a lot and, and keeping the shots nice and straight. I use my attributes, I need to, do you know what I mean? I'm tall and rangy, so I'm going to be kind of pressing on the front foot by a nice crisp jab and, and being slick. Uh, I think that's, a, a, I'm a boxer, I'm not a fighter, so I'm just going to kind of box the head off him and, 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 and be clinical in what I do. Do you feel the next 12 to 18 months, Jack, this is your time to shine in the sport? Yeah, hundred percent. I this is where I take off. I think. I think this is where. That's why I said at the start, like I need to dedicate myself because I think this is now where I take that step and push on and um, start to grab grab some titles or whatever um, comes my way. What's the long term plan going forward? What's Ian Wilson got in mind for you? Yeah, we had a, a brief wee chat. It was actually on the the I went as a guest at the show at the Normandy, and um, I stayed with him the, the night. We stayed on late at the night, and uh, we got talking and. Um, I think he was, he was like pushing. He said to me we could push for a uh, Celtic and a Scottish title, um, and then and go for there. Do you know what I mean? And he said that's going to be the first ones or whatever. Um, but like I said, I'll, I'll put my trust fully in Ian. Uh, he gives me an opponent who's got a title, then I'm planning to take that. You feel at this point in your career, Jack, it's consistency that you need. Yeah, hundred percent. Consistency is key. So if I don't have that, I, I don't have anything. To be honest, do you yeah. know what I mean? I need to be consistent. I need to be out there. I need to be active. So 100%. You've got a fantastic attitude. Where do you get that from? I don't know. I just feel kind of adopted it as I went along. I've always kind of been a lone soldier, do you know what I mean? So I've always had to kind of big myself up and do my own thing. Yeah, and I've really had a kind of tight community. So I've always just been like, do you know what? Uh, my confidence always been, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. Do you feel your heart and desire will take you also and your styles will take you far in the sport, Jack? I definitely, 100%. Uh, I, I reckon I'll be a name, yeah. I've I've always I've always said that um, I just need to dedicate myself and commit myself to the sport, and I I don't see myself not being a big name in, in boxing. Do you know what I mean? Do you feel that each fight you will learn something new, and as each fight comes on, you'll face new challenges and you'll see the better Jack Turner every single fight? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's it. The, the thing is that you go along these fighters and the styles. It was mad when people said to me about amateurs, oh, it's a totally different sport. I always just go, how can, it, how can it be different? We fight. And I had my first pro fight and I was like, oh, right, okay. Hold on a minute, <laughs> this is completely different. 
And um, when I came out, I was like, that's, that's tough. Do you know what I mean? These boys are gritty and they want to fight and you have to learn to keep your head, keep the cool and all that and, and stick behind the game plan. Um, so I think for me, that's a big thing, sticking behind the game plan, but also learning the wee tricks of the trade. Um, but I definitely think as I go on, I'll learn a lot more and a lot more. Do you believe you can go all the way, Jack? Yeah, 100%. No, not even any questions and doubts. What's the end goal? Um, the end goal is, I think everybody's got it, they? like world champion and all that. But I, I think world champion maybe I'd love to unify a division like Josh Taylor done and all that. Do you know what I mean? I'd, that's 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 a dream. Yeah. I want to see. I've watched all the the stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I've I've manifested that. Um, I see that happening from your attitude, mate. You're clearly in love with the sport. But if you say you've sacrificed a lot to get to where you are at this moment in time, yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, I, I didn't uh, this camp coming up. Like I didn't have a Christmas this year, really. Do you know what I mean? The food and all that. I had to watch what I was doing. When I was back in the amateurs, I think I went four years every birthday. I was in a training camp. Do you know what I mean? Going to Scotland, Aye. I was in a training camp for every birthday. Do you know what I mean? It's but I wouldn't have it any other way. I look at some of my mates and all that, and you see them, and I, I love that how they love their life. They go out, they have parties, and enjoy themselves. But for me, that just doesn't satisfy me. I think me going to a gym and, and fighting, uh, that's that's my that's my go to. How hard was it at that young age? You're people at party and drinking all that kind of stuff and whatnot. How did you steer yourself away from all that? How did you? It's very you need to be very disciplined to do that, especially when you're young as well. And you're still young as well. Yeah, I, I don't really know. I just kind of, I just always just stay. Uh, I, I think when I went into the sport, it was just a case of I fell in love with it instantly. So I knew that this is all I wanted to do, and understood from a right young age that I had to really dedicate myself. And. Uh, I've never really been a drinker, I think I've drank like three times in my life, do you know what I mean? And it's just never been something for me. Uh, so I've always just kind of committed myself to my sport. And, and I'm not saying I've been 100% all the time, I fell away and all that, and been like, ugh, I'm bored going to training and all that. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't, do you know what I mean? But I've always, in my head, went, right, I need to grind, let's go. When it's go time, it's go time. Yeah, having that momentum. Ah, you've got time. it, yeah. do you know what I mean? But I have definitely took the wee, the wee back foot and been like, ugh. Especially in lockdown, see with COVID, I think that was a big factor. I had to kind of, I was like, right, Jack, you need to go and start training. Speaking of COVID there, how have you remained focused through COVID? How have you kept yourself in that correct path? It's been difficult for, especially for sportsmen, mega yeah. difficult. How have you stayed focused through this whole time? It was, it was difficult. I think for me, at the start of COVID, I know there was no fighting and all that. I kind of, that's when I was being, I've been at my heaviest. Like, I don't know I'm going to sit too heavy. Right. And I think I, I went and checked my weight one day and I was like, 67 kilo. I boxed at 55 and a half at title oh, weight right. and I was like, oh right, something's not right here. <laughs> so I ended up making myself do a, um, a, a David Goggins challenge. It was like run four mile every four hours for 40 hours. He's and that's, he? Yeah, he's unbelievable. So that just triggered something in my mind to just to go, right, train, huh? back to training. But for me it was doing that and simple as just going on YouTube and watching boxing. It just, it triggers something and you go, right, I need to get back to this. Do you believe mindset's everything in the sport? hundred percent. You don't have a, a, a good, strong mindset. Um, especially when you're going to trenches, you're, you're done for. Do you know what I mean? You need to be strong-minded. Um, I don't care if it's someone out there that thinks they're terrible, man. You just keep telling yourself you're the best, you're the best, you're the best, regardless of what anybody says. Do you know what I mean? You're the best. I found that for a young age. I always get doubted, like, ah, not, I just put, nah, I'm better than that, I'm better than that, I'm the best. So I've always kind of had that, to be fair. Let's run it back, mate. You brought up Castle Milk. Um, how was aye. your upbringing? Upbringing was good, aye. Uh, bit mad at points. Do you know what I mean? No dad, that kind of thing. But uh, aye, it was it was good. It was it was just a wee bit mad. Um, grew up obviously I'm a scheme boy, so I think uh, 
it was just difficult. Like my mum's a diamond, do you know what I mean? My dad, he was on the drugs and all that, so he was in a prison his whole life. Uh, he done all that. Uh, but for my mum, it was she she was actually the one that got me into boxing. Yeah. Uh, she said my uncle opened a gym. So my uncle through marriage, Archie Dury. Yep. He owns yeah. Dury, he's got Dury's ABC. She took me to that. So through that, uh, that's how it all kind of started. Her and my brother Gareth. They both took me, and uh, from there it was it just kind of the ball rolling. She's but as I said, she's been a diamond, uh, and my whole family's been amazing. Um, but like I said, we all had a bit of a tough time. Uh, I wouldn't go too deep into it, but I, I don't dwell on the past. It's, it's done yeah. with. Uh-huh. I tried to rekindle a relationship with my dad. Didn't work, so therefore I just cut ties and I just thought, do you know what? Back to just focusing on myself, my mum, and the sport. Do you know what I mean? Because that's who I do it for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love the sport and everything, but everything I do is for my wee man, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? How far does it go on without Dad? Did you find difficult times? Uh, at points, I see when you see other people around about you and I've got like, the father and all that about them and you see that, it was it, it was a hard thing, but it was mad because I had my granda. He was he was like my father figure, do you know what I mean? And my granda was everything, so I ended up moving in with my grand and granda. And uh, that was more like, I used to call him Dad and all that, do you yeah. know what I mean? I'd do things like that and uh, we had that, close bond so I was lucky to have that whether like I'd, you know that way I wouldn't see him as I never seen him as a dad even when I chatted to kinder relationship it just yeah. wasn't there Okay, it just it, it was very childlike in the head do you know what I mean wanted to talk about what he'd done and all the bad things I'd like listen I don't all I looked for was someone to go oh I'm proud of you and, and that was my fault I should never have looked for that and that's what I think what hurt the most you're looking for someone to go I'm proud of you for what you've done but it was the total opposite I'd never done that so I was just from there I went nah man done and I just thought do you know what you don't need anybody to be proud of you just be proud of yourself do you yeah. know what I mean would it be fair to say that your mum sacrificed a lot for you to get to where you're at today oh a oh, million percent I remember as like I'd get given a last bit of money to have bus fare up to a gym do you know what I mean like we had absolutely nothing uh, and I remember giving us the last bit of money just to have bus fare to go up to a gym with Wake up, there'd be no leck in the house, there'd be nothing, do you know what I mean? You'd be sitting there going, oh, but she'd always make sure I had boxing stuff and I was at my boxing all the time, do you know what I mean? There would be never doubts in that. Was there any negativity around you at that young age? Because growing up with a single parent, it is difficult. It's, it's, it, it can, you can go down that wrong path mm. and how did you keep yourself in the straight and narrow? Was that with the good guidance with your mum and your granddad, as you said there? Yeah, aye. The, that guidance was amazing. My mum was, to believe it or not, she was she had her negative spots. Oh, because this funny. Yeah. I remember the first time she ever seen me skipping boxing she thought skipping was all you need to be able to skip a you're not a boxer and uh, she seen me and she went oh this isn't for him that's what she said to me and I on that day I said to her I'll be able to skip within a couple of weeks and I had it under wrap so she I had that negativity do you know what I mean it's, it's bizarre because just recently I've I thought I had a lot of people family members who were who were close to me who were, who were rooting for me but now recently I've just realised with stuff that I've been sent messages and all that and people telling me that they actually want to see me fail, which is unbelievable. That hurt really bad. Do you know what I mean? That hurt really bad. How did you take that? Because that's difficult. Boxing is such a very lonely sport. You, you need good people around about you, whether it be family, your trainer. Mm. How did you cope with that when they kind of distance themselves from you? Uh, that girl over there. Mm. Uh, the, she's yeah. sitting over there. She's kept me like that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? She's been absolutely class with me. How did you go on at school? Terrible. Ah. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, as I said, it's that I'm dyslexic. So, sorry. Um, I was never academic inclined. I was can't really still can't really read or anything great or spell. Um, she helps me with that as well. Uh, so it's it's been difficult. So I got expelled in fifth year. Uh, went through school getting bullied probably up till about fourth fifth year, and then I just end up rebelling and going a bit mad. And uh, 
they, they kind of chucked me out. So it was it was boxing all the way for there. I knew if I didn't have if I don't succeed in this man, I was I was uh, done for. <laughs> <laughs> would you would it be fair to say a lot of negativity around you when you were young, like bullying at the school and things like that? You yeah, were so close to going. Oh, where did I go with this? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. There was mm. there was points I wanted to give up. I hundred percent. Especially I was tiny in school. Do you know what I mean? I was so small. So I, I was a target for the get go. I was a size thirteen in shoe before I won. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm still only a five now. <laughs> Uh, so I was tiny, so people were like, oh, you'll never be a boxer. I remember, uh, I think he's a, oh, I can't even remember it, something Coyle, he was a boxer, I think he won the Westerns and all that. And I remember my my, my PE teacher saying to me, if you do half as good as he does, um, you'll do all right. And uh, he's like, but I don't see you really doing anything with boxing. So he said to me, but I can never really see you doing it, you're too small and all that. Uh-huh. And I was like, all oh, right. And for an adult to tell you that as a kid, you're going, oh, am I too small? And then that's when I get my first glimpse and nah, excuse my language, but I was like, fuck you. Aye. Um, I was like, no chance. Um, and uh, I think I won f- things you could only imagine to win the boy he was telling me about, do you know what I mean? See, when you heard the comments, does it give you that extra fire in your belly that somebody said to you, you can't do this, maybe like, you say, as you said there, fuck you, no, I will do this. I don't tell me not to do something, don't care what it is, don't tell me not to do it, man, it's, it's just that, I've got a switch in my head that just goes, no, nah, let's go, do you know what I mean? I've always been like that, waiting. Uh, if I, if you tell me not to do something, I'm doing it, and I'm a million percent. You touched on Becker two seconds ago. Yeah. There. Um, there's a saying, mate. A man with dreams needs people around him who believe in him. Mm. Would it be fair to say that your family, Becker, they believe in you? And how vital is it to have the people around about you at at this time and stage in your life? Yeah, amazing. Um, especially as it gets harder. In the sports, you know what I mean? I'm in, I'm in the pro ranks now and it, it's getting difficult. Uh, it's, it's a hard sport, so to have them about me is is, is phenomenal. My mum and Becca, they're the two main ones. Um, they're phenomenal with me, do you know what I mean? They keep me going. Uh, I look at my wee mum and I always see the vision. I'm like, right, okay, this is what it's for. It's for her, it's for her, it's for her. If I don't feel like training, I look at her and I go, it's for her. Do you know what I mean? So to have the two by my side is, is insane. They keep me so focused and grounded and, and make sure that I'm 100%, do you know what I mean? So, aye, without them, I'm nothing, man. Would it be fair to say your mum's so proud of you at this moment in time? She ever say to you, listen, look, you've done really well, son, but I can see you doing so much, you can do a lot more, you'll be a world champion. Do you give any words of wisdom ever? Um, I don't think I've ever said, heard my mum say I'm proud of you, believe it or not. <laughs> aye, I don't think I've ever... She's, she's got me in such a pedestal um, that... Like, my mum's not the type um, to say love you or anything. My mum's yeah. never said love you or anything to yeah. us or anything like that. So we were brought up quite, oh, t- Aye, doing all tough. that. So um, it's been tough, but she's never actually said she's proud of me, believe it or not. Uh, but I know she is. Like, I, I know she is, do you know what I mean? But she she definitely says to me, she, no, one thing she always says to me, when you win the world title, I want the green belt. That's what she says. She says I love the green belt. So the WBC. <laughs> so she's got her, you know I mean? She's high. Her standards are high, uh, <laughs> which I love. Uh, fantastic. What brought you to boxing initially, Jack? Um, probably the bullying. Uh, that kind of that kind of pull pushed me forward. Um, and like I said, my mum and that uh, they kind of brought me to it. So from from the day one, like when she said I couldn't skip, I was like, right, okay, I need to prove her wrong. I've always had that. Like any of my family will tell you that. Like, tell me, like you said, I can't do something. I'm doing it. So I think that's and then first punch in a bag. First time I get punched in the face. I remember my first bar was a full grown man. Do you know what I mean? And I, I get uh, I get rattled about and I was just like oh I love this like uh, then my dreams after my first wee dream was I want to battle that man do you know what I mean <laughs> that was the first dream so yeah it went for there did it give you that aggressive energy from being bullied and things like that that all that anger out of you in there mm, yeah definitely 
hundred uh, percent. So I think it worked in its wrong way as well because I, I became quite aggressive. Like even when outside the right, if something happened, I was quite. Oh, you know what I mean? And I felt like if someone stepped on my toes, I had to deal with it right away. And if, if if I didn't, I felt like I was going back to that where I just recently I've been able to go. Oh, do you know what? Just leave it. You know what I mean? So like, I know my capabilities. I'm like, I don't even need to be shown people. I just, I just leave whatever bad happens. I just, I just get out of my way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Except for the skipping, did the sport come natural to you? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt the the fighting and that just became. I don't know. I just felt I'd, I felt like I'd done it before. Um, yeah. Everybody's kind of said that. Do you know what I mean? I, I like my coach says that to me as well. Like you're naturally talented, and sometimes I I was relying that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of a downfall. Um, so sometimes I've got to be like hard on myself, like Jack, train, 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 train. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt the sport just kind of, we kind of clicked. It was like a relationship. Do you know what I mean? We fell in love. So a marriage. Was, yeah, exactly. A marriage. Oh, we, oh. we fell in love. Uh, sometimes I've got to divorce it, but <laughs> I, we, we fell in love and uh, I'll always be there. Do you know what I mean? When did you realise that, you know what, I'm not bad at this sport. I can do all right here. I think from my first fight. Uh, I remember my first fight going to Newton Hill. Used to stand in the scales and... Um, You'd, if someone was round about your weight, you'd fight that day. So I always remember it. I, I fought a boy, Jake Stack. That was his name. Um, I weighed in at 31.8 kilo. I'll never forget it. And uh, I stopped him in the second round. And uh, I just remember from there, I was like, I'm good at this. Like, I'm really good at this. I think my third fight, I get I get shafted in the Western Districts final. I beat a boy, Scott Cummins, in semis. And then a, uh, a boy... Um, Oh, it's for Greenock, Jay. Oh, I can't even remember his last name. Um, I boxed him, and um, it was actually Ricky Burns that gave us a medal. I've still got the pictures. Um, I got shafted in the final, and I thought, never again, man. And I think I won the Westerns for like five years, six years in a row after that. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, no, never again, and that's not happening. So I knew from then, yeah. like, I'm, I'm good at this. Do you know what I mean? What takes you away from the sport? What things you do outside the boxing? What's your kind of advice outside the boxing? Uh, I'm a mad genuine junkie, ain't I? So I love like uh, motorbikes and all that kind of stuff. And seen the pictures on Instagram. Uh, I love my surround and all that uh, kind of stuff. So I love like uh, things like that. So ethnic potentially can cause death. <laughs> I'm like, well, get on that. <laughs> um, I love it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't I don't think Becca loves it as much, but um, <laughs> I, I love ethnic and it's dangerous. So I'm into all that stuff. Yeah, I get shouted at for it. Do you know what I mean, Jack? You shouldn't be doing that. But uh, oh, listen, I enjoy it. Boys will be boys. Ah, absolutely love it. I mean? Aye, definitely. Absolutely love it. Prior to lockdown, mate, you were doing a bit of uh, PTs one on ones with a few of the Celtic players. How did that all come about, Jack? Um, so we had a my coaches that had a cryotherapy machine mm-hmm. for recovery, and um, we had a few of the boys in, uh, and because we, we had the, the champ come in, and before he came in, he messaged me about boxing. And I thought he messaged me about cryo, and he's like, "No, I want to do the boxing." I seen it, so I got in charming at first, and. Uh, that's how it kind of all came about, like through the cryo. And I got meeting the boys, I'm, I'm still talking to them, still friendly with them. And uh, so I had like Ncham, um, Edward, Julian, and Aya all, all in. Do you know what I mean? I had Ball and Golly as well at one point. Um, it was just that was for, for me, as you know, like as we're coming nowhere in Celtic, that's, that's <laughs> a dream come true for me. Do you know what I mean? So to have them in uh, was, was good. But it's uh, that kind of went from there. I loved it. It was funny actually. Um, Big uh, Ayer messaged me the other day asking when I was fighting he'd like to come through. So and so did um and Jam because he's a huge boxing fan. He's always sending me videos of him boxing and all that. <laughs> so I love it. Do you know what I mean? I think these boys played for Celtic and 
and they're talking do you know what I mean to me it's, it's class you're a big Celtic man how good was that experience when they first got in touch with you oh out of this world um, as a kid in Christmas you know I mean it was like it was like one in a fight I'm like oh here we go this is dynamite <laughs> this is what I'm talking about so yeah that was that was a feeling like no other you know what I mean who hit the hardest at the lot of them oh and Jam yeah. miles aye oh miles like by miles he, he, he was crisp he was really really good actually um, I think he'd fought before he'd said that when he was younger I think he'd actually fought um, he was really good aye sort you with the tickets and that for the old firm stuff, aye, aye sort me out with the tickets and that. aye like, no bother still to this day Julian sorts me out with tickets and all that um, I was at he, Julian sorted me out too at Hamden and that the cup final um, so they, they've all been class with me unbelievable still keep in touch with all of them or just like Julie and I are what's... I still keep in touch with them all like always make a like they're either like my pictures or commenting or I'm messaging them saying like congratulations or whatever and we keep in a good contact and we have chats and all that so it is it's good we still keep in contact you're a grafter Jack I can see that with your boxing and your PTs now but how are the PTs going you enjoying it oh I love it like uh, the way I look for it like I said it's like I try and revolve everything around boxing so that's boxing related for me and it, it shows somebody what I've learnt do you know what I mean? It's it's amazing. I've watched some of my clients progress and I'm like, oh, this is unbelievable, man. And like I said, I don't care where I get to in the sport. If When I get to world titles and all that and I'm at the pinnacle of it, I would still do one-to-ones with people. Uh, just free of charge then. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't need the door. <laughs> Mate, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Aye, that's, that's, that's true. Do you know what I mean? That's 100% true, but I, I must admit, I'd, I think I'd just stick to that for the rest of my days. I love it. It's just to see people do it. Do you get a buzz out of it when you say something comes in, they're kind of out of shape, out of weight, things like that, and you get them down, you boil them down to a certain weight and they're working through a training programme. Do you get a good buzz out of that, Jack? Yeah, oh, amazing. It's uh, I, it's, it's unbelievable. I've had a boy, actually, for... He's, he was my first ever client, two years, boy Copeland, and uh, I've took him sparring and everything, and I've seen him stop boys and all that, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is... I'm like, that's what I've kind of passed on to him, do you know what I mean? And he's, <laughs> but to be fair, the boy's... Dedicated, like he's in with me like three, four times a week. He trains hard. He's out messing me like pictures, five k's running and all that. So he's fell in love with it, and he's what he said to me, he'd love to go amateur and fight. So uh, that for me is like I've started a wee spark for somebody. That's a big buzz for me. What's going to your amateur career? You're a stellar amateur career, Jack. Over a hundred and forty fights, seven Scottish titles. Yeah, it's not too shabby, mate. You didn't no. bad in there. Ah, you're not too bad. Uh, yeah, something, something I look back on actually. And I, at the time, I wasn't too impressed. And I think now I go, Jesus, man, that's for somebody who's the first in my family to ever box. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. I, that's how I knew, like, when even you say it back, like, that's how I knew I was good at the sport. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I, it's what a career, man, in the amateur. I love it. Do you know what I mean? Who's the best you face in amateurs? Cash. Ah, 100% cash. We fought in the, the Hearts Stadium in um, mm. Edinburgh. And uh, what a fight. He's 100% the best I've faced. Lee's up there as well. Lee was good. Um, wasn't I, I like Lee and all that, but I wasn't overly impressed back in amateurs. Now he's obviously, but the way everybody was talking, it just never, I was never overly impressed. Do you know what I mean? And um, I felt I won that fight and all. Uh, the fight with Cash, it was just, that was just a quality fight. I, I loved it. Did you dispute a lot of your losses in the amateur game that you mm. should have won? Yeah, 100%. I remember being in the British and all that and getting absolutely shafted. Um, I think, honestly, the majority of my like losses that have been horrendous decisions. Um, really, really bad. Do you know what I mean? I remember fighting... Uh, first time I'd ever been put out out in the prelims of the Scottish. I fought a boy 
uh, Ryan. Oh, last names I'm terrible with. And uh, we, we, we battered him. And um, he got a decision. And it was all because uh, they wanted an Edinburgh final with Lee McGregor than him. And it was. Like, and I'm talking, we battered him. Like, gave him an eight count and all that. And I'm going, <laughs> like. Robbed here. And it was a, I think they gave it a unanimous decision as well. And that's when I knew. I was like, hold a minute, like. I said downside amateur boxing mm. it's, it stinks oh, look at Mick Conlon no, there's things like that you're like come on because he's a Eba man they're, they're rotten and it's not that people don't realise see the stress and the pressure that goes into this sport yep. and then they get something like that took away from you you know you clearly won it it must hurt that's, that's, that's the worst that's a pain like no other do you know what I mean you go home and you, you, you're you the only one lying there at night and you're sitting going what, what, what did I do man to deserve that do you know what I mean like well you content with your achievements through the amateur game yeah aye Ah yeah, I I wouldn't. I think the only thing I would I, I'd love to have done was the Commonwealth Games, um, and I think I think Alex Arthur thing we done that and all like that was a spot that was took away from me unrightfully. Do you know what I mean? I seen that tweet for Alec, and he was mega disappointed. Then, um, but you're disappointed yourself not to get to the Gold Coast. Aye, I was mm-hmm. gutted. I wouldn't say disappointed. I was gutted that that they, they threw me off that because I had because I wouldn't sit back and just take the coaches like the shite. Do you know what I mean? I'd be like, no, nah, like I don't think that's right. I mean, I think there's a lot of favouritism and my face didn't fit. And uh, I think they took Vicky Glover, which is class. Like, I like Vicky. We Vicky's done classes, I think. Do you know what I mean? She's a class wee lassie, but I felt like my spot given away was like, I was like, thought it was out of order. Uh, especially Alex saying I was one of the medal hopefuls, do you know what I mean? Uh, so I think it was disgusting the way they done me. That's the thing with Alec, he knows the game. Mm, He's yeah. a boxing encyclopedia. Aye. Nice guy, knows the sport inside out, great on the media. Yeah. He knows it all. And if, if he's saying that you know, yeah, you're not on. right. Do you know what I mean? Alex is not going to beat around the bush and, and talk shit to you. Uh, and as a guy, and a, he's unbelievable. And as a pundit, he's unbelievable, man. He knows he knows his shit. Do you know what I mean? He really, really does. Yeah, he's fantastic. A great ambassador for Scottish boxing. But you started out at uh, Jury's Gym. Um, it's Archie, your uncle. Archie's my uncle. So, so uncle through marriage. He was married to my auntie. Right. So not uncle anymore. <laughs> uh, but he got divorced to my auntie. So, but I still call him uncle. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he started us off. So uh, that's how it all began. A lot of good memories for juries. Yeah, aye, hunters. Um, God, I, just, I remember this can the stuff the first ever time I went to his gym man it was held up with scaffolding poles. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was scaffolding poles and rope. It was tied round it, and it was just. For me, I didn't understand, but now I go, that's a boxing gym. Do you know what I mean? All this top of the art shit. I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> a boxing gym, I fight in halls that when you could smell the smoke in the, in the pubs and all that. Do you know what I mean? You're like, this is oh, dynamite. Guys, man, they're brilliant. Aye, you're like, that's the best. Do you know what I mean? So for for that, yeah, I look and I go, aye, it's, it's, it started out good, man. Dude, has been amazing with me. And they've still got a good setup down there as yeah, well. They're doing aye. great. It's absolutely really fantastic. Good. But for then, you moved on to Hayfield with Joe Ham. Joe Ham, aye. How good was Joe? Joe was a great coach, aye, really, really good coach, uh, great guy as well. Um, just, uh, I think, uh, that's when I left Joe at the end of it to go with Alec, uh, and that's when things kind of, we kind of didn't go off in too good terms, but I'd always have mass respect for Joe, like, uh, he's a cracking guy, and what he done for us, man, he, he sacrificed a lot, he would take a span everywhere, do everything with us, um, so as a, as a person and as a coach, aye, phenomenal. Get a great stable as well, Nathaniel, yeah. Regan Glatton, yep. great, great fighters. Yep. But on a whole, how good was the journey with Joe? Yeah, class, unbelievable. Um, Joe, Joe kind of moulded me as a fighter and all, do you know what I mean? And a newbie style and all that. And uh, he was, he was, he was, he was good, really, really good. You learn a lot from him. Aye, I learned, I learned quite a bit. 
Um, I think we all maybe thought the same a bit too much. Like if, if, I, if I look back, like we all had similar styles. Whether when I went with Davy and I switched over, like I remember being in Morrison's and when I when I turned over and I didn't have a coach because I'd left Alec because everything was just too long distance and all that travelling that travelling all that it was just too too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being in Morrison's and I was he never even said a word to me, Davy. He just went gunshot the box. So he said to me. And he looked and uh, I'd done my six rounds and he went shite and I was like right and I was like what's shite and he said you're punching like a T-Rex like, like the size of you and all that and for the first time in I don't know how long someone had said that to me I thought well, that's class I once just said I'm shite <laughs> that's just brilliant I can, you're getting that hunger again I, I'm, aye, like, aye. Oh, I'm going to prove to him I can do this do you know aye. what I mean and, and then that's not all went for there but Joe had his all kind of back to that boxing a wee bit similar, but now he's got everybody boxing different and all that and the pro style. I think, I think Joe's more suited to the pro game. Do you know what I mean? A 100%. He's got a great stable, don't mm. we? we touched on Nathaniel, Conwell champion, yep. fantastic. Regan Glatton, such a dedicated professional. Yes. Touching on those two there, do you feel those two guys I just mentioned, Regan and Nathaniel, do you believe they can go all the way as well? With the right aye. mindset and the right, but they're dedicated first. Have they got what it takes to go all the way? Oh, 100%. Aye. If they, if they keep at it, um, 100%. They've just, like we said, we've got to keep focused at me, but I, I definitely believe so. Two great, great people. Um, so I definitely, I think the both of them, if they, if they keep doing what they're doing, man, I don't see them, especially Reagan. I've got Reagan on social media, man. He's a grafter. And it's mad. Like, he'll tell you yourself, see, through the amateurs and all that, Reagan wasn't a grafter. I swear, not a grafter. Not like you'd always kind of miss things. Uh, he wouldn't really train as hard, but now he's he's a monster, man. He's, he trains like a demon. Aye. I think he didn't go to sleep. He said four one run there. Aye, didn't four and all that. Aye, that's it's, good to see that as well. Aye, that's that's unreal. Do you know what I mean? It's and it's the same for uh, we Casty. I've never seen anybody train like this, Lassie. Like she doesn't post anything on social media. It's a different with Casty. Like and she's up at half four, five every morning out running and all that. So that's that kind of stuff. See for Dagan and Cast and all that and. And I've, obviously I'm doing it for this camp, so it's it's difficult, but it's what you need to do to get there. You go way back with Cassie, don't you? Yeah, I way back. We went to the amateurs and all that together. And the Nathaniel Ka- as well, didn't Nathaniel you? as well. We were all pals. Mm-hmm. Me and Nathaniel Cass, we used to hang about with each other and all that. Do you know what I mean? So I remember in the dancing, me and Nathaniel drinking water. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so I mean, Nathaniel used to be mate, best mates. So it just kind of fizzled out when I ended up getting a girlfriend at one point. And you know what it's like, I end up going with Alec. Morrison's granddaughter I was with her for five years so I ended up going with her and just fizzled the relationship it's something I'm always gutted about uh, I wish I'd never done it the way I'd done it it was kind of snidey from my part yeah. in all honesty uh, we've, we kind of fell out because I'd, I picked a girl over really my pal which was wrong uh, but Nathaniel and Gasty great people man aye you spent a lot of good time with them aye? aye amazing time do you know what I mean great great people I always have mad love for them do you know what I mean aye. best mates in boxing yeah aye definitely if one person, if, if there was any people I want to see do really, really well, would have been Cash, who was obviously amazing, uh, Cash and Nathaniel. They, they, they were my, the people I really want to see do great. Just touching on Cash, just the last few weeks he released some devastating news that he had tired for the sport of boxing at such an early age, 26 years of age. How gutted were you for Cash? Um, just give your thoughts on the whole situation. When I seen it, I, I was like... Oh, it was a post, I don't know, I hadn't even really read the post, I'm like, oh, something must be going on, oh, he must be fighting soon, I've started reading through and I'm going, yeah, like, like that was, my heart sank, literally sank, because I, I spark cash all the time, and I remember being in the gym and he's like, oh, Jack, it's, it's, it's tough, man, but I'm loving it, I, I travel the world, the money's good, I get to do what I love, and he was talking to me and I'm going, 
all I could think of was, what's that poor boy going to do now, man? Like, I don't understand like, what's going on here. Um, but I think Ian and Cash and that have made the best decision to hang up the gloves before it gets worse, do you know what I mean? Um, I think they've made it, but for me, that's just, that's heartbreaking because he's the most genuine it's such a lovely boy, man. Like I couldn't, you couldn't meet a nicer person. Um, I've never came across anybody nice on the spot. Um, he's just, just genuine heart of gold. The boy, do you know what I mean? So for me, that was that was a sore one to take, man. To see that uh, Scottish boxing and, and St Andrews lost a lost a great, 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 great asset. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I, my heart goes out to him. Do you believe Cashfruit was a world champion in the making? Oh, 100%. There's no any questions about that. Like, Cash would have held world titles. I don't think a world champion, I think he would have held world titles. Um, and I just, the boy was just phenomenal, man. Um, his, his movement, he's just as an all round fighter, he's, he's unreal. Uh, he was a world champion, I. 100%. He's like a throwback fighter. I always say it in these podcasts that I do that he was a, if you had Jake Momota and James Tony and you cut them in half, and put them together, that's that's cash for That's it. cash, aye, 100%. That's exactly who it is. Crazy. He's just, he was so unique, wasn't he? He was just unbelievable. Aye, what a fighter. And it's, it's it was it must be hard, because all you've done to that boy, that's happened to that boy, is um, his world title's just been took away, because it was there. It, yeah. was, in, it was in reach, and it's just been took away by, by something so, so shocking, do you know what I mean, and hard to take. What impressed you most about Cash as a person, but also as a fighter? As it's so obvious as a as a person so lovely as a fighter he's he's a monster. It's just two switches. Um soft spoken, so nice, always greets you. You go and spar him, I fight him, he's a monster. Um it's it's take your head off time, do you know what I mean? And how that boy stayed in the pocket man and just leathered people and just whipped in out of shots is just insane. Thing that, he, he'd had that half stick he could, he could take back and take mm -hmm. the sting out the shots which yeah. come back people want his defence I thought he had a great defence Cash Aye, I'm unbelievable the defence the way we take a half he'd ride the shots unbelievably do you know what I mean um, sometimes like when I'd watch fights I'd, I'd always get you'd be nail biting fights because oh fuck he's staying in there awful long do you know what I mean uh, but I was he had an, an unbelievable defence it was trending on Twitter and all that wasn't it? after every fight that just shows you the boy, the boy was it's when you get guys like Barry Jones and Alex Stedman, they rave about him, they love hmm. the way his style was and that, it was absolutely fantastic. But you touched on there just that you sparred cash off, what did you learn for these spars in there when you sparred cash? With cash it was learning, so I mean I'm massive for the weight, so I'd be fighting with, like, with smaller people, so for me I learned, it, it's going to be very hard to keep somebody at distance, that's what I really learned, do you know what I mean? And I learned that, like, like his head movement and all that, I'm watching him and, and how he would hold the shots up in his hand would come up and he'd pull shots down and, and close he'd nudge you. So I learned all that kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? And and just to, to, to experience that, it's been frightening. I'd love to go sit and have a chat with him and and, and, and just tell me some of his experiences and, and learn from him, do you know what I mean? Because he's, he's, he's done some major things. That's the thing, you see his fight with Lee McGregor, and I'm serious when I say this, right? Mm -hmm. I believe they too could have been the gatty word of Scottish boxing. Oh. They could have three and four fights, world titles, rematches, that fight, I'm, I'm being serious and I'm talking Burns Mitchell, Arthur Gomez, that fight is up there with one of the best fights I've ever seen in the Scottish ring. Aye, 100%. Ah, that, no mistake in that. Do you know what I mean? That was frightening. They, they could have, you could have just kept putting them on every week and it, it would have felt it was stadiums. Do you know what I mean? There would have been no dip in the in atmosphere with that. That was just an unbelievable fight to, to watch it too. Um, aye, that was, 
that's up there. That's really up there. I'm, I'm gutted for Lee as well because they, they they were dance partners. They yep. two were Aye. dance partners. Lee's just semi prevailing in the matchroom kind of thing. And then Cash's way match room, that was a big, big fight coming up yeah. for Scottish boxing. It's just it's just such a sad way the way it's went. Yeah. And um but the most important thing is that Cash Farouk retires with all his faculties in place, and yeah. that is the most important thing. Aye. I'm just going to say one thing as well. Ian Wilson, take a bow. Yeah. Because what they have done, they've got that man a job. Wayson yeah. Andrews is a heady talent. Yep. That man will be a success. If he puts in thirty percent of the effort he did as a fighter, fighter as a trainer, head heady talent. This man will be an absolute success. Would yeah. you agree? Aye, hundred percent. There's no, there's no doubt. And like you said, Dean Wilson is just that man's just deserves a round of applause. Do you know what I mean? He's he's great. He's even as outside of the boxing thing, like getting him into the head of talent. Like as a promoter, he's just can't understand it, man. Like it's such a personal touch, and he cares for you. Dean just phones you just to see how you're doing. Do you know what That's I mean? Brilliant. I've never had that. <laughs> just oh, how you doing, Jack? What's this? And all like this, and then we got to talk about selling all that. Do you aye, know what I mean? Just aye. talk about normal things, and then he'd be like, right, have a good one. Need it and phone me. And then what he's done for cash is just Ian's just a gem, man, an absolute gem. How do you find the switch for MTK St Andrews night and day? Aye, night and day, easy. The, the, the best thing I've ever done in my life. Um, MTK were class, but just Ian Wilson's just on another level, man. With with personal touch. Do you know what I mean? Uh, honestly, see what, they do, what they've done with Cash. I was that bring a tear to eye. Oh, so just what, how they've looked after that guy. Because you look at fighters in boxing, they go down that slippery road. They Ian go one way or the other, and it doesn't always end well. But mm -hmm. credit to Ian and the Aye. team down there, absolutely fantastic. We're just touching something else. Obviously, turn pro March twenty nineteen. Jack, what were your goals of turning pro? I think for turning over me turning over was because of the, the scanner of the, the Commonwealth Games. So then I went, right, do you know what, really time to chase the world titles. That was it. I was like, right, I want to chase titles. Um, so I need to commit myself and, and start a new path. I was buzzing to get away from the amateurs. Like, as much as I loved it, I was so excited to get away from it because it was just full of assholes, man. Um, I wasn't really liked um, by the Scotland coaches or anything. So I was always getting put in the back burner and I'd be like, seeing the fighters going ahead of me, I'd be looking at them going, what's going on here, man? Like... And uh, they weren't taking me anywhere at points. Just because I'd say things that I'd, if I didn't like it, but listen, I don't feel that's right. And I think that's rightfully so. I'm the one that's in there. Do you know what I mean? I remember fighting in the British and it was, uh, get back to the corner and I'm boxing heat off the boy. I mean, leather on the boy. And uh, the, the, the Scotland coach done that. I mean, if you don't go out here and stand in the middle ring and fight, don't come back to this corner. And I'm like, what? I'm like, this can't be right. I was like... But the guy's never had a fight in his life and he's telling me to stand in the middle of the ring and just square it up with somebody when I'm winning a fight comfortably. So for me, I was like, nah, I'm done with the amateurs. Time to kind of chase what I want my dreams as I've watched as a boy, do you know what I mean? Um, I'm really looking forward to see what it's like to, to have that hand raised when, when they hear the and the new, do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to when you hear that and the new. A spade's a spade with you, innit? Yeah, aye. He sees what you get, innit? Aye, there's no, there's no beating around the bush. I'm not going to put on a full thing with you nowadays, do you know what I mean? If they don't like me, then that's that's up to you, do you know what I mean? I'm I'm not going to try and please everybody, but I'd say I'm quite a likeable character, and uh, I just try and be myself. I don't like the fakeness or any false kind of stuff. See, when you turned over for amateur to pro in your first pro fight, did you feel the differences straight away? Did it take you a bit of time to adapt when you were in there? Uh, it took me a bit of time to adapt. I'd say even that with the first fight, like I, I didn't box great. Do you know what I mean? It was um, it was never I never boxed really great. So it was uh, I knew it was going to be tough. That's when I said to you, I went, oh shit, this is different. Do you know what I mean? And in the second fight, I started to find my feet a wee bit 
my movement and all that and understand I can still add a, like I was thinking I need to stand there and just start trading do you know what I mean and I thought oh, what am I doing that for so it was difficult you sent the MTK initially what was the main reason for leaving did you speak to Danny Vaughan was it due to activity and things like that Tell yeah me I mean that. Danny just kind of we spoke and it would, would kind of been like I just said to him I just didn't feel I was as busy do you know what I mean Danny Vaughan's amazing cracking guy do you know what I mean um, he, he would also phone you and all but it was just had so much going on that it was just never like that personal touch like I said so we, I kind of spoke up that activity and they were brilliant they released my contract no problem and all that which was absolutely outstanding do you know that's what I mean? good because that's a lot of difficult in boxing yeah. you find that a lot of disputes and contracts yep. fair play to MTK for doing that yeah they were class for that do you know what I mean they're, they're, they're class set up and for them to do that was I can't thank them enough do you know what I mean because I held that do you feel you're on the right path now? yeah aye the paths it's looking bright do you know what I mean do you feel that the next few years will be crucial in your development with Ian Wilson and St Andrews? Do you feel that you can get you those big opportunities and get you on the big stage? And if it is even on an away show, where it be Matchroom? Because obviously Cash was with St Andrews yeah. and Matchroom. Do you feel you might have to go down that similar route to get the fights that you want? Yeah, 100%. I'm going to need to do that. Like we said when we were walking in, I didn't want to be on the road at the start, but um, as my career progresses, um, I want to be fired on a Matchroom show. Um, and, and, and put me up a, I don't care who it is put me up against a super bantam I don't, I don't care who you are uh, I'm, I'm going to beat you um, if I do if I turn up and I, I have devoted myself to the camp and everything's good um, I'm beating a super bantam mate. I don't care who you are I, it's, I'll beat you do you know what I mean my capabilities and, and, and my drive to succeed I'm, I'm not losing do you know what I mean You'll fight anybody, won't you? Aye, anybody, I don't care who it is. Put me in with Joshua, man, I'll fight him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who it is. <laughs> Let's talk with you about Scottish boxing. Josh Taylor, a guy you know very, very well. Yeah. This man's electrified Scottish oh. boxing, isn't he? Oh, he's a, he's a man. Do you know what I mean? He's, he is he is a man. It's uh, Josh, a cracking guy. You, you couldn't meet a nicer boy either, do you know what I mean? And for to do what he's done, and, and I think it's been shockingly put aside a wee bit. Like, um, he didn't get nominated for... Sports personality, not that. Wasn't giving a fuck, wasn't he? Wasn't caring, uh, but mm. for he wasn't giving a fuck. Like you said, it's a sport you've just got to go. I fuck you. Do you know mm. what I mean? But yeah. for that to happen, do you know what I mean? You're sitting going, this boys, and I and I'd have, I always say this. It's because we're Scottish. I swear, it's because we're Scottish. We're not. We're, we get took lightly. Like oh, boys unified a division and he's leathering people, and he'll keep leathering people. Especially when he bet Jose Ramirez and he mm-hmm. came back and he didn't get the media traction right when he came back for you. And that's wrong. No. As I said it before, I said in plenty of podcasts. That's a matchroom fighter. Eddie Hearn's got a queen waiting yeah. at Heathrow for yeah. him. And I'm Aye. telling you, and he's got Frank Smith in a limo ready to drive me back to Preston Pans, yep. feeding him champagne and caviar. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. But he's got that deal with Sky now. He's the undisputed king. He is the man to beat, isn't he? He's the man to beat, aye. He's 100% the man to beat. Um, and like you said, he just never got the recognition after the... And, and what? I don't understand how, how they couldn't, do you know what I mean? But he is... He's a kid. He's a kid in the block, man. He is a man. I don't know if you agree with me. I think this man's got another two or three more gears in his arsenal. I, I, I think we've not seen the best of him. No. I think when he goes to Welter, he's got the frame, the stature, and he's got some bottle. This man mm. will fight anybody on his day. That's it. He's, he's, mm. Like you said, he's, we've not seen, I don't think we've seen the full Josh Taylor. I don't think we've actually seen. I think he just cruises it and then just ups it a wee bit, and then I think he can go and go and go again. And like you said, when he puts that, goes up and wait or whatever, and do you know what I mean? He'll be, he, he's, he's going to cause some, some waves. What makes Josh Taylor an elite fighter? What do you see as a fellow boxer? What do you see it makes him an elite fighter? When shit's not going right, how he turns it around. Like, uh, I remember watching him against, is it 
how do you say his name? Posco. Victor Posco. Victor Posco. Uh, I remember when Victor, Victor Posco was catching him constantly with that big jab, man. Uh, Jabbing in the left hand, and I'm like, all right. And I remember it back to the corner, and he seemed a bit concerned. And, and I always remember him just taking a massive breath. And he, he just and it was like something just came over him and he came out and he just started leathering him. That was the eight or ninth, wasn't it? And he Aye. said that he's post for every he buzzed yeah. me, but I came back out and I came, came back out, man, mm. and it was just it was just like, oh nah, let, let's go. And it was just that change of mind. It has that mind switch where it's just like, nah, yeah, fuck it, it's go time. Do you believe his brain power and his skill set is on a different level to the junior belt division? Yeah, I hundred percent. There's nobody like it. Um I don't care if they even match him and kinda the attributes and all that, I don't care if they match him and that, that boy's got a mindset like no other, and it's a mindset you need, do you know what I mean, he's just going, nah, you're not fucking beating me, end of story, that's <laughs> it, you're not beating me. Well mate, that's us for the day, um, I'll leave the stage for you, anything you'd like to add? No, not at all, it's been brilliant, I just want to say thank you to you for bringing us on, I think that's class man. Anytime mate, I really appreciate you coming on, God bless. Oh, thank you, God bless mate, thank you so much. You've been listening to Real Life Box. For more information, go to reallifeboxing.com.